I want to go far, man. That's it. I just want to go far. I want it's a marathon. You feel me? Like Nipsey say so. Look, my nigga, this is dedication. This is anti-hesitation. It's a real nigga celebration. It's a dime block declaration. 59th and 5th Ave, granny house with vanilla wafers. It's the remedy to separation. Tupac of my generation. Blue pill in the fucking matrix. Red rose in the gray pavement. Young black nigga trapped and he can't change it. No, he a genius, he just can't claim it. Cause they left him no platforms to explain it. He frustrated, so he get faded. Like deep down inside, he know you can't fail. How long should I stay dedicated? How long till opportunity meet preparation? This is recorded podcast, another day, another podcast. I'm joined by another Atlanta legend in the making, making his name in Atlanta. Always been around. Atlanta is part of him. He just good dude, great energy, man. Please introduce yourself. Man, that's a that's a that's a crazy intro. So crazy, Atlanta. But um, it's your boy Keenan, aka Kavinci. You feel me? Everybody know me as Kavinci. Don't nobody know my real name. You know how Instagram, everybody know Kavinci. But my name is Keenan. You feel me? So yeah, let's get it. Yeah, yeah. So now you're not originally from Atlanta. Before people get nah. mad, before they get mad yeah. and they're like, "What the fuck? This nigga ain't from Atlanta." Like, so tell us about where you come from. I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, um, the west side of Cincinnati, Ohio, to be exact. Um, I moved to Atlanta around 2014. After, like, I graduated college out of Central State University. And um, Atlanta was just on my mind just because, like, I was familiar with the city. Um, I used to always, like, travel to Atlanta for, like, uh, Clark and filming homecomings. So, like, I always, like, came down to Atlanta for homecoming time, you feel me? So... Like, Atlanta was always in the back of my head of where I wanted to just, you know, visit and want to be at. And, you know, I got down here in 2014, and, you know, we've been running there since. But I'm on, like, six, six summer. I forget. It was, like, six summers now. We've been running. Yeah, man. So tell us about Cincinnati. Like, I, I don't know much about it at all. Like, what is it like? Yeah, it- <laughs> I mean, Cincinnati. It's a, it's a, it's a nice city. It's right now. It's a, it's definitely a renovating city. Like it's definitely um being, it's it's being built well. It's well put together now. Let me say that. Like coming up, of course, you know, you it's like every other place. Like it's a small city. It's a um, you know, small town. Um, I had a lot of friends there, of course. Um, we only known for really like you know our the Bengals. You feel me? Like Chad Johnson was like a a big name in our city, you feel me? So it ain't really too big. We known for kind of, you know, high school sports. Um, University of Cincinnati is there, but it's really like, you know, uh, it's like a city in the making, if I can say that. Yeah, what I love about, you know, watching your Instagram and following you and all that is when you go back, you always love to support black coffee shop and stuff like that. Like yeah, it. so I can go into that for sure. Like, so of course we got the the brand, you know, that I um, you know, I represent is black owned out of where uh been in business since like twenty eleven. And, you know, I've been pushing that brand down here in Atlanta a lot. Um, you can check us out, 
you know, blackowned19xx.com if you need to shop, you know, for your latest streetwear. And my brother also just owned, a, uh, he opened up a coffee shop called Black Coffee in those two stores sit right next to each other on the block. So it's a it's an amazing thing to see, like, you know, my family, you know, start the um, process of, like, ownership and, you know, owning businesses and things like that. Yeah, now that's a beautiful thing. I was like, yo, when he go, I'm like, yo, he representing. I know the leather jackets is crazy that you have. Like. Oh, yeah, everybody love them leather jackets. I, you know, I keep it. I wear them leathers. That's that's what uh, grab, every, grab everybody's eyes. Like, that's like the statement piece right there. So I know, like, that's going to be the piece that make everybody go crazy. Like, everybody go crazy for them leather jackets. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, when he come through with those, I'm like, yo, that is nuts. But, <laughs> and, and like, this is the podcast that I'm doing, but you also did your own documentary. Like, how can they find that? The one you just did recently? Um, so basically we do we do have a podcast. Um, I'm with at Camp Kirk Studios. I manage Camp Kirk Studios, of course. Um, we have a podcast every Thursday. Um, it's called After. And it's just more so cultural conversations that touch, you know, all through creatives. Word, word. Yeah, and I was saying you did a documentary of your own about yourself and your journey too, right? Um, I didn't do a documentary. If I think you may be speaking about the one. I don't know if you know my boy Kosh, but Kosh has a, a documentary series where, like, he, t- he um, you know, basically uh, shed, sp- spreads the light on our creatives, you know, throughout you know each city you feel me but he's definitely here in atlanta and we definitely did a documentary on my episode it was like a cool documentary like a mini doc no it's kosh from california kosh is from cincinnati too oh okay okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, he's from cincinnati yeah yeah you know kosh right i think so i'm not for sure for sure but i think so like, yeah, he's cool. He's super cool. That's my guy. Yeah, yeah. But you're a photographer. I mean, I'm sure you do many things. One time I seen you on live DJ, and I'm like, you're a man of many trades, I would imagine. I just be really just be messing. I just be trying new things. Like, fuck it. Like, I was just trying to DJ just because it was there. Like, if it's in my, if I got access to it, why not try it? You feel me? But I really just stick to photography, um, creative direction. And, uh, you know, just helping the people and things like that. And how'd you get into photography? Um, so it goes back to like when I was in college. Uh, so I had to base, I took a film, film class. It was like a, it was like a film production class and I needed to buy a camera or whatever. So when I bought my camera, I just started, you know, putting that camera to, to use a lot more. And I, the craziest thing is I started out with video, and I hate video now, but I started out doing video, so I would do a whole bunch of videos around campus just so I could just get my name out, because I was, like, the only person that was doing video production, putting a little 15, because back then, Instagram only had, like, 15-second video clips. This was, like, the newest component that Instagram had where you can post a video, and once people see that you can post videos, everybody was, like, that's live, like how you posting these videos, and I was doing it from my camera, so that's really how I got started through video. And then um, my cousin, um, his name is Mark. He moved down here too, and um, he's more so of like street photography uh, type of lane. Like that's his type of photography. Like that's his lane, and like he just like influenced me to like you know just you know if you're gonna shoot, go ahead and 
take it serious and shoot. So, and that's really what happened. That's what made that switch the video to, you know, photo. But other than that, like, that's how I stuck with it. Yeah, so were you always comfortable with shooting? Because I know you as every time I come by the studio, I've seen you you're a high energy guy. So I never imagined you being shy or nothing like that. Have you always been comfortable with shooting photos, even when you were starting out? Yeah, 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 definitely. I've always been comfortable, like, you know, shooting just because, like, of course, like you said, I'm high energy. I'm a people person. That's what, that's one thing that I do like about photography when I'm, you know, doing portraits you know, with uh, with actual people because it's like I get to break down, you know, and just learn, the, you know, the basics of a person, you feel me? So that's what I really love about portrait photographers, like getting to, getting to know them on a personal level and, you know, us two, you know, building a bond together. So I definitely, I was never nervous, so never nervous. So I definitely love to, you know, get those personal communication skills with people through photography. Yeah, like if you could shine a light right now on a couple, you know, big names or people you work with so people know. I know some of the things you've done, but if you could tell the people some of the artists or different names you work with. Um, oof, I can't. I'm, uh, it's so crazy. Let me pull up my website. Since I'm, since oh, oh, oh right and here. plug that website, please. Please plug oh, that website. Oh, So you go on there right now. I need to update it. But I work with Gucci, I work with Yachty, Lil Dirk, um, Fly Guy DC, which is one of he's an um, Atlanta D, Atlanta uh, radio personality on streets nine four five. OG Parker, uh, Grammy nominated producer, uh, Jetson May, another Grammy nominated producer, um, Q Money, Twenty One Savage. Lacey Duke, um, video director, um, and the list just goes on, and I'm just, I can't even, it's, it's so many. Uh, Nipsey, <laughs> yeah. Amazing, amazing, like, yeah, because I know, like, if people listening in Atlanta, and I mean, they had it all over, AT&T, I know you had did some work, like, it's a 404 oh, yeah. thing and stuff like that, like, you really been out here and getting this work in, for real. Nah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and I know you did. Uh, uh, did you do a car test with Elliot Wilson a couple times? Yeah, I, um, yeah, work with Elliot Wilson, which is one of hip hop's you know pioneer journal journalists. Um, car test I did it with. He did it with uh Benny the Butcher, which is a dope artist out of Buffalo, New York. Um, go check out Benny. I did a car test with Gunna. Oh, that was crazy. That was OD crazy. Um, I did a couple crown, um, the crown conversations with Elliot with two chains. And uh yeah, that was th- those are those are pretty dope moments that I've worked with, you know, some big names, you know, in the industry. So we just trying to keep everything moving for real, man. Like we just trying to keep it going and keep working with the keep working with the big names, you feel me? Yeah, I mean uh, I'm always amazed. That's why I always like to stop by, catch a vibe, and get inspired by the studio. And that's why I get a lot of people from the studio on the podcast because it's amazing what so many of y'all have accomplished in such a short amount of time. It feel like, and at a young age, y'all really, you know, put the work in and y'all get good results. So I'm always yeah, like, yeah. yo, this studio is magic in there. It's really magic. But more than just magic, like I said, the last podcast I had, uh, 
Kasha Hyde, man. Shout out to her. Is that like, it's just a positive energy because y'all could be like assholes. Like, yo, I work with this person, that person. Who are you? But it's never that. It's never that. Nah, hell nah. It's like, it's all love. It's all love. Like, always, man. Because at the end of the day, bro, like, we still human. Like, I look at it like that. Like, bro, everybody just, everybody in the world, especially us as, you know, you know, black men and black women that's trying to, you know, get, you know, get somewhere in the world and be somebody. You feel me? Because, like, we got to, you know, stick together and be there for each other. That's why when you come to the studio, it's a friendly environment. And we want to make sure that you are creating at your best. And we want to make sure that you, you know, have the high confidence when you come in there. And we don't want to, you know, we don't want anybody to be discouraged or push nobody to the side because they work with this person or that person. Like, it's all love at the end of the day because we're trying to help you get to our higher goal. You feel me? So that's really more so what it's all about. Like, just helping the next person out. Like, bringing them, pulling them up. It's like my boy Chilio said, my boy Chilio. He give you a handshake, he pull your arm up, and that mean that symbol I pick your brother up, you feel me, no matter what. So we're gonna keep doing that, you feel me? Yes, sir. Cam Kirk Studios family, man. So during this quarantine, it's a lot on like small business and independent business people. How what is the pros and cons to you of working for yourself? Because working for to yourself me, yeah. is beautiful, but also it's a downside. So what's the pros and cons of it? Say that, say that one more time, my bad. What's like the the good and the bad of working for yourself? Because I know you work for yourself, and right now it's hard for a lot of people that work for themselves. Or if you have a job, people getting fired and laid off every day. So what's the good and bad for a person like you that works for yourself? So basically, um, the bad really is just, you know, not really having clients. Not really, you know, you can't meet up with your clients of course we supposed to be we we're, we have to practice social distancing and we can't be around a lot of people and you know when i was you know doing these big gigs like the at&t and the car set you have to be around a lot of people so it's it's bad that you can't be around people um you can't really you know be as hands-on as you were before um a lot of things are slowed down that's another thing it's like time is being wasted because it's like, what can you do? You know, only thing you can really do transitioning to the good is, you know, um, the good things that you can do is um, basically just plan. Um, and now you can go back to the drawing boards and restructure, you know, how you want your brand to go after this quarantine. Um, just just keep a positive mindset. That's what I, more so what I've been on through this whole thing. Like, I really, I've been focused on, you know, re- just trying to, you know, rebrand the work here and there. But I feel like this is like the only time that I really have had to myself, if that makes sense. Like a lot of, like, I feel like I have not sat before this quarantine. I have not sat down. I haven't had a break. Like there's no breaks. Like, so uh, I just been trying to just stay positive and just, you know, stay, stay, stay mellow and just, you know, slowly work here and there just so I can keep the move the um the flow going when we get out of this quarantine. Word, word. So like what's the greatest thing to you about working for yourself? I mean before all the, the quarantine thing about work Yeah, the the greatest thing is I mean I could just really I can I, I make my own rules, you feel me? So I make my own rules. I tell them I I I have to I have to really motivate 
myself every day to get up to want to, you know, do a shoot or go work with the brand. So that's the best thing that I really love about it. Like I, I control my own destiny. So I've always been a hard working person, you know, in my life before photography. So this really, you know, I control what I do. So like, I, I want to work hard every day. I want to do what I want to do. So I know it's going to be a big reward, but I also just like that grind. I always had that hustle mentality. So that's what I do love about working by myself, like working for myself. Like it's the best thing I feel. Yeah, man, I think a lot of people man, love it, love it. They love it, but also, like you said, like it's really going to challenge the creatives. It's like, are you really creative right now? Because we all got to find a new way to get to the bag, to get to money, to do whatever. It's, it's changed. It's changed or whatever. It's something y'all did, you know, with the podcast after. Like, talk about that. Like, I mean, the visuals for it look great, and I like the way y'all – rolling it out like and i love that y'all are staying creative talk about you know promote that podcast you know yeah the after podcast is it's so crazy because it's been we always have you know things up our sleeves like we've been we were talking about the podcast but really like two years ago um the cra- i just remember like when we talked about we should do a podcast we kept seeing like we knew podcast was gonna be the wave. It really was podcast. Really, just became the wave. I would probably say like a year ago, maybe two years ago. But it was like two years ago. I just remember we was talking about it in the studio, and um, that's how it started. And then we just we we was working so much that we do a lot of different things in the studio as far as workshops. But we wanted to put it put it together, you know, starting, you know, after this this year, we just wanted to, you know, bring on new creators to the team and the personalities that we got out, we felt that fit, you know, for the podcast. We wanted to, you know, basically just have, you know, another component to the studio that, you know, we can have, you know, listeners, you know, check us out and talk about the latest topics and, you know, creativeness and, you know, just things in, in the co- in the culture. And uh, we got some dope um, um, podcast members. Uh, we got my boy, YM. Y'all know Marley. He managed the studio with me. We got uh, Sue Young. Uh, her Instagram is at the real Sue Young. Super dope fashion stylist. She's amazing. We got uh, Mozzie. Her Instagram name is one Mozzie. Mozzie, a dope producer, dope creator. That girl, she going to be somebody. I already know. She already is somebody. Uh we got Brooklyn Summers at Brooklyn Summers, uh, super dope actress, um, model, everything. Uh, and we got Maya at Maya Fire, super dope, you know, podcast person. She's a super dope creative as well. We also got B Media too. We just been just interchanging people in and out. But uh, we've been having some special guests. We had Cam, our boss on there as he was the first special guest and we had uh suave on there but this is just a dope podcast to you know bring creatives together to talk about you know the latest things yeah shout out my boy marley she loves my style and b media two people that have been on the podcast she love my style yeah, man, they've been on a podcast early man so obviously i know you through cam kirk studios talk about how you got connected with cam because you you a day one you've been there from the beginning yeah yeah, Cam, man, I like that's for real. I'm like my big brother though. Um, it was probably like 2014. It's so crazy because like it was through like um, it was like my first 
like conference, the A3C conference is in October. So it was like when I first moved down here, I first moved down here, I had met Kim. I think it was at the Street Exec show. I feel like I can't, I feel like it was Bankroll. I feel like Bankroll Fresh was performing. I swear I feel like it was Bankroll Fresh. And um, I just remember seeing them and I just, you know, walked up to them like, yo, bro, like I fuck with your work. Cause I already had did like my homework back when I was in school, like, Cam was already um, directing videos for the Migos. Uh, I already had, you know, went on tour with um, Travis Scott and Young Thug. He did the rodeo tour. So I already knew who bro was at the time. And I just, you know, just came up to him. was like, yo, I'll fuck with your work, bro. Like, you lie, bro. Like, you feel me? He was like, you know, put my number on your phone and we can link up or whatever. So that's how that guy started with, like, me and Cam. And when Cam... Um, had did the 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 uh, Trap God exhibit, which was the Gucci Man. The Gucci Man exhibit was like um, un unseen photos of Gucci, like you, because he was he used to be Gucci's you know personal photographer, you know every day. You feel me? So he had pictures. No one at this time in 2015 that no one had seen a Gucci, and Gucci was still he was still locked up at the time. So, like, I had did, like, a BTS. I had, like, documented that whole process of the Trap God exhibit that he put together in East Atlanta at an old abandoned, uh, it was, like, an abandoned church. And after that day, that's when we really, like, clicked. And I had showed him, like, the layout of, you know, my style of photography. And he just, you know, I was just assisting him from here, from there on. And that's how we, you know, grew our relationship. Yeah, like... But the studio, how was it in the beginning? Because I heard him talk about it in the past. Like, it was kind of rough in the beginning. But how has it been for you being there since day one to seeing where it's at Yeah, now? The, to see it grow, it's been, like, amazing. We came, we we overcame a lot. Um, it's so crazy because, the, like, the, the when we first, we first got the studio, we had no bookings. We had zero bookings. Like, no one booked our studio, like, at all. And to see it now where we're having three to 400 appointments a month is crazy. But, like, to see the the process and for us to have built it, you know, with literally with our hands and, you know, push it out, push, promote it out to everyone, it was an amazing process. And, like, I, I, it was it was just a lot. It was live. Like, I just remember, like, us getting, us getting the studio and us trying to, you know, put the shelves together in the studio. And, you know, when we first got the couch and then when we got the peewee long way photos, putting them up and we just like turned the studio into like a, a, a gallery almost. And that's what it is. It was for like it was just it was like also like an art gallery. So that's like another thing that, you know, why I appreciate the studio so much more. But no, nah, it, it was a, it was amazing. It was a, it was a it's a great um it was a great moment and it's so crazy how everything come full circle too because i remember i went to go shoot like a little while ago and Wee longway was promoting his album on the martyr as i was going in but that iconic photo that's in the studio everybody know it if they've been oh, in yeah, there sure. it's like crazy like wow like this is crazy like all this stuff yeah you gonna around. you see that photo you gonna that photo is probably every that photo is everywhere on instagram all you have to do if you Literally, get on Instagram and search Cam Kirk Studios tag. Everybody took a picture on that couch. Like, everybody. 
Definitely. Like that couch is the most famous, the infamous Kim Kirk Studio couch with the people photos. It's like it's amazing. So what's a photo that you're most proud of that you took? Like that you just really Ooh. I mean, I know it's this is a hard one, but I mean what's it's the a one, hard one. I guess recently was something that I guess you looked at because a lot of people have been reflecting and looking at stuff. What's something that you just was like, man, I'm really proud of how that one turned out. It could be something either celebrity or something simple, but just what is just a photo that you took that just meant something to you. That's oh on. man. I, I can't really think, but I, I could say like one of the moments when I like, I went like when I went crazy, when I took a dope photo, I was in, uh, I was in little Cali in zone four out here in little babyhood. I was out there for uh I was out there for like they zone four then because I like doing street photography as well. Like I like being in the hoods, you know, documenting, you know, like my people, you feel me, and they in their environment. You feel me? But I took this I took this live photo of um it was an artist. It was like it's like his name is uh his name is Carl Hearted. He like he's a little baby artist. And um at the time, it was like they zoned for a day. I just remember like being in their hood. So like I'm around all the kids. You feel me? Like it just took me back to that moment of like me being young again and being in my neighborhood and just being a kid again, like being outside running around with all my friends. And that's how it that's how it felt so good. Like it was it was so pure. Like I remember the moment. And he was sitting outside getting his hair braided by a girl. And he also had, I don't know if it was his daughter, but he had like a little girl in his lap. And when I seen that photo, like after I seen it, I was like, yo, this photo is one of the hardest photos I've ever taken in my life. Like, it's like the whole, like, it just reminded me of being in the hood on a block, like outside, like childhood memories, you feel me? So that was like one photo that I feel like I, I can I can send you that, show you that. I ain't even released that. Like, that's how I fired. Like, I think it is, because I don't even want to, like, put it on Instagram or nothing like that. Like, I think I might just really print it and get a one-on-one, like, because it, it's so fire. Like, it's OD5. And that's good. And that's usually, like, I think with some photographers, it'll be a picture that, like, they could be, like, a photographer for concert photography or something, but they could take a photo of nothing right now, but they could remember that day, because it ain't too many people outside and stuff like that. But I, I thought that was an interesting you know, idea, I was like, it just popped in my head. I was like, damn, I wonder which photo. But the way you set that up, sound like a movie and it sound like a, a vibe. And that's what, like, for me, when people are like, oh, your house is on fire. Like, what are you getting? It's like, hopefully now you have stuff backed up in drives and stuff like that. But photos, it's oh, like yeah. something you Hell can't, yeah. photos you can't get back, really. You know, like the nah, old, facts. old ones. So it's just like, photos is special to me because it, it like freezes a moment in time. And it'll take you back to back then and stuff like that. Yeah. Like like you said, that was a movie, like the way you set it up. And it's just important. Like, that's why I love photos. I love photography. I love seeing it, man. Your work is definitely great. Oh, I like seeing it, man. I, and your energy, man. Where do you think you get your energy from? Because anybody that meets you got to say, man, this is man, some good energy. I don't know. Like, I've always been like the person that's just, like that live life like 
You feel me? Like, I don't really be on too much, Nick. Like, I just, like, bro, I could have the, I could probably be having the worst day, like, personally, but nobody will never know because I just won't even let it get to me because, like, bro, it's, it's, it's a blessing to just be, you know, in the world and doing what, you know, you want to do. Like, I'm happy every day waking up blessed, healthy, you feel me, with a roof over my head and, just you know love to do what i do like that's where my energy come from you feel me like it's like so many people it's where it's a whole it's a it's so many people that have you know bad situations and it's unfortunate but like you gotta live your life like it's your own you gotta really like live your life like and be happy like like of course it's gonna be days where like you might not be feeling it but you still gonna have to get up and you know be there you feel me like so you might as well like be happy while you while you out you feel me while you living life every day every moment ain't gonna be no good moment of course but i try to make every moment like my moment you feel me yeah i think like, that's important man that's that's it like i'm i'm how my own self you feel me like i can literally just be me you feel me i ain't gotta you know front for nobody like i'm happy being me like what what I got and I'm, I've accepted, you know, all my flaws and you feel me all that. Like, I'm happy with, you know, how my creator created me. You feel me? Like, so it's all good bread over here. All I got to do now is just, you know, you know, help others and, you know, be positive. You feel me? Like, that's it. That, man, that's a bar. You need to trademark that immediately. I'm happy how my creator created me. Don't steal it. This is uh, that's fine. This is Daddy, his. I, you know, it's so I'm crazy. happy how my creator created me. Uh, that bro, shit is I hard, swear to bro. God, I was literally just saying that. That bro. shit is a ball. I was sitting here like this nigga spitting. Like yo, I was like this nigga spitting. I was yo. like whoa, like that was. Like, I'm happy how my creator created me, man. Especially with you doing photos, it's a whole marketing scheme behind that, but. That'll be for another day, but uh, but on the flip side of that, what do you do or who do you go to when you feel down? Like, do you say that again? On the flip side of being happy and being upbeat and all that, what do you do or who do you go to when you feel down? Um, it's so crazy because like through the quarantine, like I ain't been down, but like I just been bored, but like. It's been, I've been having like a little, you know, days where it's just like, bro, I gotta, I gotta move. Like, I gotta get out. But I've been going to the gun range lately and like, boy, I've been shooting off some rounds, boy. Like, I've been firing these shells, like, going crazy. So, that's one thing I like to do. Um, other time, I'll probably go to, go to Cincinnati, go see my daughter. And just, you know, chill out, vibe out up there and get some family time in. But um, other than that, like, that's that's pretty much. I ain't really, like, out here, you feel me, doing, I ain't doing, I doing nothing too crazy, you feel me? Like, I ain't really doing nothing too crazy. Yeah, and I mean, hey, that's a thing that's big in the South and big. A lot of places, I mean, you doing it legally, whatever, but... I mean, that is relieving stress. It's like everybody got to find yeah. their own, you know. It's like a lot of people are finding themselves throughout this quarantine or whatever I notice, and it's going to be 
a good, I think it's all going to be a better you. You got to come out this shit a better you. Cause nah, facts, facts. And I, I, another thing I want to, like, I got to just get back on is, like, my reading. Like, I used to kind of read a lot, but, like, I ain't been reading like I used to. Like, I feel like, like, I've been, it's, it's, I got to get back to, like, just finding what kind of books, you know, um, I, I need to get in. Like, if it's, like, self-improvement, you feel me? Like, spiritually i don't know i gotta just figure out you know i gotta get back on the reading just to get my brain you know exercising again so yeah i got a good book i just read called um unlearned by the humble poet it's about like unlearning a lot of things you grew up with or the world tells you to be cool with but like it's just all it's like a hundred and something positive affirmations you could read like one a day for a hundred days oh yeah i like definitely that. need that like i need yeah. that, like to read stuff like that you feel me like yeah i have to send it to you but it's called Un- unlearned by the humble poet but, oh, no, i'm gonna be waiting for that definitely send that that's definitely a good book man so i know you i know you're a smooth dude i know you uh funny guy up tempo if you can make a girl smile she going if atlanta was a woman how would you describe her if Elena was a woman, what? How would you describe her? How do I couldn't hear you going? Well, you went in and out, my bad. I said, if Atlanta was a woman, how would you describe her? Oh, she would be. She would be. She would definitely be thick. <laughs> you feel me? She would be thick. She would be fresh. You feel me? She would be cool because I feel like Atlanta has definitely treated me well. Um, she's she she's adventurous. You feel me? What else can I say about if, if Atlanta was a woman? That's that's it. That's all I can think of right now. Oh yeah, I always throw them difficult to ask questions, but you did a that's, great that's job. That's I like that question though because that's a fire question. If Atlanta was a woman, describe her. That's fine. Yeah. That's O D five. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we got some marketing to work on, man. But yeah. Hey, man. The positive energy, all that Atlanta. Now I know I think you like me. I think you're a big insecure head. Do you watch Insecure a lot? I actually I Jeff definitely had your jump back on the season. What's she on? Season three? I think it's four now. Four. Oh yeah. I, yeah, four. I forgot. But I'm definitely I definitely support Issa. She five. Yeah. Issa O D five. Yeah, like, do you ever have, do you have, like, a favorite episode or a favorite topic? I, I see that she presents a lot of different topics that, like, make you think. Like, what's a favorite episode of yours or a favorite topic? Oh, I was like, oh, oh shit. Let me see. Issa, Issa, Issa. Because I ain't watched the last, I, I watched the, I did watch, I'm just trying to really, like, remember. I can only remember what I just seen. So I know what's going on right now is that, like, like she she's friends with like the, the a girl that's dating her ex, right? Yeah. I feel like that's what's going on right now. Yeah. Um Oh nah. Matter of fact, I actually do have a favorite episode. The one when they went to um when they went to Coachella and got faded. That shit was hard. That episode That shit was funny. That shit was funny as fuck. Yeah, like, that, that, that shit was funny. Was that shit was hard because it like it showed all their friendship. It, it really it showed like all their friendships. They brought it showed like like they per, each personality like you know out adventures. Like I feel like they ain't never really had no adventure together until that. 
And um, it was just funny as hell because they was high as fuck. Like, one on fault. Like, it's always like that with somebody. Like, every time I hear something, like, people always fighting at, you know, festivals. And they brought the cultural part, bro, bringing, bringing Coachella in it. Now, that was fine. I was, that was a good episode. Yeah, like that one, when old girl got tased, I was crying. Bro, I was <laughs> like, crying. Yo, like, that joint, man. I was crying. Yo, man, I definitely. Like they, I think they was on, like, what was the, was they on, like, Molly or something? I yeah, they, on, like, they definitely Molly. got like, it. They yeah, was, they had it. They was wilding, like. <laughs> yeah, they was wilding. They were wilding. Like, they took my, I ain't never, I can't even take it on Molly, bro. They, they were bugging. Yo, but that seems like a Coachella vibe. It's like. You got you out there all day in this big ass field, and niggas is taking the wildest drugs they have ever took. Nah, they were to stay. They were yeah, like that episode was hilarious. So like, yeah, shout out to uh, Issa Rae. I got to get on a podcast one of these days, man. Yeah, Issa, Issa, come get on the podcast. Yeah, come sit next to me. <laughs> all right, so Issa Rae or Ari Lennox, pick one right now. Damn, you gonna? I can't pick both. See, 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 because I, I, I know I, I follow, I follow, I study before I do podcasts. Where I like, yeah, let me put it on them. You gotta pick right now. Ah. Go on a date if you go on a date, because that date might not go well. Maybe you have to go back with the other one. But if you could go on a date with one of them right now, put you. On I the think it'd be. I think it it'd be. I think I don't know. I damn. Issa, I go Issa. I oh, go Issa. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's. I go Ari. I go. Hey, man, you gonna go with both? Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, you are gonna have one, you know, a coffee date with one, and then maybe you know a dinner date with the yeah. other one, and we'll see where it goes from there. Ain't nothing exclusive. <laughs> yeah, man. So, what's your what's the better movie to you, The Wood or Friday? Damn. I'm hitting you with the heavy, the heavy joints. You going crazy right now. Ah, uh, I ain't gonna dang. That's all I say hard, Friday. Man. Friday, Friday. I'm gonna go with Friday. Yeah, yeah. Friday is definitely the Friday. classic, but the wood I watched the it probably like two final. months ago. And they had some funny ass like line. Nah, that like, shit is no, that shit is funny though. I'm not finna sit here. That is a funnier movie. Then Friday, like, yeah, it's just hard to go I up against. Can I say that? Can I say that? It's hard to go no, up against Friday. That. I can't say that. I can't say that. It's, it's funny hard. though, but yeah. it ain't funnier than Friday. Friday is comedy. Yeah, yo, fr- yeah, Friday. It's hard to go up against that. That's why I was like, let me try to ask, cause you know the versus battles got me. You know when I ask questions, I'm like, yeah, let me try to put a movie Hold up on. against. I gotta, somebody. I gotta ask my cousin. I gotta ask my cousin. Go ahead. And I- what movie? What movie? It's like, pick one. The Wood or Friday? <laughs> See, he's stuck. Stump. Stump. I'm good at my job. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm good. That's what I went with. I went, he went with Friday. He went with Friday. I think, I, I think this feels like it's like going against your religion if you don't pick Friday. No, for, I for, like, I think it fit, it's hard. It's like, it's like. 
the wood is, is good, good, but it's like, bro, I can't go against the grain like that. Yeah, that is hard to and they two what they two LA move, they two like California movies. Yeah. You feel sure? I me? Mean, that's it's fine. I, I do I do like Hannah Wood is so funny though. Like Yo, the wood bro, when they bro, the wood is comedy when they run into the store when they rob the store. Oh my god. Bro. When that nigga was crying, he was like, nigga, get in the back, nigga. <laughs> it's so punk ass in the back oh my god how we do this how we dance in north carolina like they got a bunch of quotables in that joint man for but real. friday has yeah the, bro friday has red red is the funniest person every yeah. friday like yo you know our bike the one i let you borrow <laughs> like bro it's so many bro them, them scenes is so comedy yeah, and you know so, what? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go on Friday. The Players Club is on Netflix too, so everybody catch up on the Players Club if you never seen it. You know it's so crazy. A lot of people ain't seen the Players Club. This is their first time seeing it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I'm older, like I'm 32, so people are like, yo, like you know. And then I talked to Kasha High. She was 23, so some people. Like the Players Club. Nah, my came cousin, out. my cousin ain't seen it either, and he's 28. Yeah, it's I crazy. Think he's 20, Crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And I I was watching a players club when I was like 13, 14. Yeah, people gotta watch players club like on play- VHS. Hel- players club is hilarious. So everybody watching Netflix, watch the players club. That shit is hilarious, bro. Like for real, for real. So about to wrap it up right quick, man. So is anybody you wanna thank for your journey and how you got here, man? I know you got family and Loved ones and all that. Anybody you want to shout out before we get out of here? Man, shout out to everybody that's, you know, practicing social distancing and staying in the house, man. Like, salute to y'all, man. Salute to the people, that, you know, the essential workers that's working every day. You feel me? Like, everybody just, you know, we got to get through it together. Let's do it. Let's 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 pray together and get through it. That's it. Man, yeah. Shout out to everybody, man. And my last question before we get out of here, man. What do you what is your plans for the future and where do you see yourself going and taking your career? Man, that's a oof, where I wanna go. I wanna go. I wanna go far, man. That's it. I just wanna go far. I'm one. It's a marathon. You feel me, like Nipsey say. So we just gonna, you know, keep going. I want to eventually, you know, shoot with a couple athletes. You feel me? Do some dope, you know, commercial shoots with some big brands. I wanna, I wanna give. I wanna get into movies. I wanna do director of photography for movies. I definitely wanna get on set. Um, it goes on, man. I it's my mind is everywhere now, but it's gonna you gonna see Convinci gonna go Convinci gonna be in some big places. Man, definitely, definitely. I think your energy is gonna take you very, very far, man. It's undeniable. Everybody notices it. They can't be really sad around you. They gotta pick their face up. And I think nah, like, facts. We ain't going for that. Yeah, yeah. And I think just like that energy gonna carry you really, really far, man. You are gonna do great great things man i really thank you for joining me on this recorded podcast man oh no i appreciate you bro you know let's get it bro keep going 
This is recorded. Yes, sir. Make sure on Thursdays at nine. Is that the after podcast? Oh yeah, the after podcast. You get you get to tune into our lives too. So that's like the live. That's the great component about it that you get to tune into each person's live um, at nine. So we're gonna we're gonna we got we got some cool topics we're talking about this Thursday. You feel me? It's the all guy episode, so it's gonna be me, Marley. Be media and we got pesos on this one. My boy Dave Pesos. You feel me? So it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be fire. It's gonna be lit. Yes, sir. And how could they reach you on Instagram, websites, all that? At Kavinchy, K-I-V-E-N-C-H-Y. Yes, sir. My website is allkavinci.com, so check it out. Yes, sir. And this is recorded.